You're listening to Wet Shaving Talk, powered by Sharpologist.com, where we're dedicated to preserving the art and skill of classic shaving. I'm your host, Joe Borelli, and today is September 4th, 2023. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, and happy Labor Day weekend to you all. I know Labor Day is today, the day the show is uh, is actually coming out, uh, recording this a little bit in advance to enjoy the weekend, but I hope you all had a great Labor Day. Uh, for the for those neighbors to the north, this is kind of like the last hurrah bef- for summer, so I know summer's technically, the summer season's over and uh, a lot of kids are going back to school up north. Uh, down here in, in Florida, it's kind of like the start of the rapid hurricane season, I'd say. A lot of hurricanes are coming out, usually around this time of the year is when it gets really busy, so we kind of consider this almost like the start of the intense, severe hurricane season. Uh, but for those of you celebrating, have a great day. Enjoy the time off. Have a barbecue. And really, it's like the last stint of summer before we get into full-out pumpkin spice season, like they call it, or, or fall. Yeah, that's right. I am a pumpkin fi- spice fan. I love it. I go to all the uh, initial releases, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, you name it. I, I'm there. I love kicking off the fall and, uh, and the fall season. It's just a, it's a lot of fun, especially with with wet shaving, because you have so many fall scents. Yes, I already started using my pumpkin spice soaps and my uh, my fall season scents, so looking forward to uh, continuing that for the next couple of months, and then getting into well before we know it, it'll be the holidays. So there we go. So today on the show, I uh, spent a week back with the straight razor. Uh, really really happy with um, with that, and having. Um, a good time just getting back into the old groove of using one. Haven't used one in a while. Actually, for it's been some time on and off here and there, but haven't really primarily used a straight razor in, in quite some time, so it's been great. I'll tell you a little bit about my, my experience with it, what I've learned, and how it makes you me, me personally feel going to work in the morning after getting a really good straight razor shave or, or safety razor shave in, in, that, in that sense. A honing. So, of course, with coming back to straight razor shaving, you have to hone your razors or make sure that they are sharp. Uh, I did, had a few issues with that this, this week. The first shave did a couple strops, noticed that my straight razor was not 100% sharp and had to take it back to the stones. So I'll tell you a little bit about my progression and what I found to really work uh, actually quickly and really effectively, probably one of the best honing progressions I've ever done. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what I did. Uh, also, per a re- listener request who actually asked me about uh, honing, just kind of, kind of coincided. It was kind of a coincidence, so I really didn't didn't uh, realize that I would be doing that in the same week uh, when I got this email. So this is for you as well, Mike. Uh, the Feather Museum in Japan. I had no idea that there was a, a museum in Japan based on uh, really knives and mo- a lot of razors, straight razors, safety razors. There's even like a, a eight or nine foot safety razor model in this museum. So I have a few pictures of that. I'll tell you a little bit about what I learned from that museum. Didn't go to it. I haven't been to Japan, but if you are in Japan, if you're in the area, probably a good area to uh, check out if you're in a wet shaver. Maybe one of the best displays of, of vintage and modern wet shaving gear I've seen uh, via the website. And wet shaving form etiquette. So I noticed when I was going through some wet shaving forums and you know reading through the forums, which I do daily, a lot of people are doing some weird stuff again. I know there's a lot of people, a lot of new guys out there. I'll tell you proper wet shaving uh, forum etiquette and posting on either 
you know, Badger and Blade, a straight razor place, or, you know, those type of places, or even Facebook and, and, uh, and Reddit. So I'll tell you about proper etiquette. So guys, without further ado, let's get on with the show. So this past week of him back on the straight razor kick, guys, I, I really was happy with the results. I've been kind of putting it to the side, been very, very busy. I haven't been able to dedicate too much time to it. And also be honest with a little one around the house, it's a little dangerous. So you don't want to make sure you, you don't want him to slam into the door or, or slam into you when you're using it or pick it up or anything like that. So I'm very, very careful with my straight razors. I make sure that they're locked up and safe just so he, the little guy doesn't get to it. It's also way above his reach. He can't even get to it. Uh, even if he tried, but I use my Dovo AOS straight razor, which was gifted me by my wife in 2011. So I've had this razor for well over 10 years. Uh, it's got the most shaves on of anything. I've owned probably about 1500 shaves. I used it primarily for years and kept it sharp and I've only set the bevel twice on it. So I've only had to really hone it twice with that many shaves. A lot of people don't believe me, but I was able to maintain it without uh, going through a full bevel uh, restore but only done it. I've done it twice in that time. And when I touched up on the hones, I got it, it was a little bit dull. I had a little bit of an issue. One thing I noticed about straight razors, if for some reason, if you let them sit for too long, I don't know if the blade oxidizes or something. It just doesn't come out right. And even if you strop it on pace, it just didn't come out right. So I actually did the full honing progression on this one and another razor of mine. And I had a couple of vintage razors that I was able to just get going right off the bat. So I did try a few, but I did primarily use this one uh, this week. Put a little, uh, like a, a Shutterstock picture from the website. It's uh, on the show notes. Uh, this was given to me for Christmas. I was using old razors at the time I was in school. I didn't really have too much money to buy one. So my wife was able to give me this and a, a brush for Christmas. I've been using it a lot. So it's very special to me and it's really a great razor. I mean, I love Dovo razors. But really the the whole thing is like the experience you get guys when you do traditional wet shaving in the morning before you go to work or or whenever you do it it's it's kind of like a little bit of a skill or a little bit of something that you've accomplished in the day prior to going to work. Now a lot of people say, "Hey, make your bed before you go to work because that's a great way to start your day. You start your day something accomplished, something clean, you look forward to it." You know, I may not be the best at that. But I can tell you that I think I feel the same, if not more, by using a straight razor or safety razor, a traditional wet shave in the morning, because you've already done a skill that requires practice and is actually very complicated and tedious prior to leaving. So you've accomplished something very big that 99% of the people that you know don't do, unless you are best friends with a bunch of wet shavers and you guys are doing this every day. For the most part, I'm the only person that I know in my group of friends and family that uses these things on a daily basis. So feeling that sense of accomplishment when I goes done and looking at my face and just kind of like putting on aftershave, I was like, wow, I already started the day doing something hard, right? Doing something that not everybody else can do. And I feel, I just felt good, right? It gave me a great week going to work actually uh, using this, the straight razor every day and just be, and being able to, um, to do that, have an accomplishment prior to going to work. So if anybody asks you, you know, you're crazy for using a straight razor or a safety razor or, or, you know, anything in that sense, brush and soap, tell them this, you know, say, Hey, look, I've accomplished something that 90% of the people that I know can't do. And it's a hard skill that not every, that takes practice and, and patience. And I was able to do it this morning 
And now I can really accomplish anything. You know, doing something hard before you go to work, it makes the work day look a lot easier, doesn't it? And it also gives you a lot of confidence. And I got to say, I had a couple of, you know, executive visits this week and stuff with, in, in the location I work at. I, I did very well and I was very confident, not because I changed anything. I guess maybe because it, the, the straight razor shave boosted me up and gave me a little bit of skill saying, hey, I know I did this. You guys didn't. And this is why I feel good, I guess. I don't know if that's if that's a good way of saying it. I guess it's a little comp- competitive, right? And maybe a little bit of an ego, straight razor ego going out there. But hey, you know what? If you guys use a straight razor or safety razor and traditional wet shave every day, you deserve to have a little bit of an ego when it comes to shaving, right? Because you're already doing it better than 99.9% of the population out there and probably everybody that you know in your inner circle and outer circle. So I know that's a lot and it sets the tone for the day. And I know it might be a little ridiculous to certain people, but to me, I felt really good and I felt very accomplished and had a great um, week. I don't know if it's because of straight razor. I don't know if it's just because I, it put me in a better mood or just made me think that I can, uh, you know, climb mountains, but <laughs> it was great and I really enjoyed it. I'm going to keep it going. Now I got to say one thing, love the straight razor. One of my favorite things to do, but I still really love safety razors as well. So I'll be using everything, you know, just getting the collection going. I love using a double-edged safety razor. I think they're great, especially three-piece, adjustable. I don't care. Whatever it is, it is fun. And But I do, I know I'm glad I put the straight razor back in the rotation after a certain amount of time. So back in the game, I'll be using this, adding a lot more straight razor content uh, because I'll be getting more active in there. And uh, also was watching a lot of videos too. Watched some old videos of Lynn Abrams, you know, watching him honing and stuff. It was great to relive that stuff. And, you know, after, you know, being able to speak to Lynn so many times and seeing him, I know he's retired now. He may not be listening to the podcast, but if he does, you know, Lynn, you have some great videos out there. Even though they're older, they are still very relative and I'm still watching them. So thank you very much for all that content and everything that you've accomplished in the wet shaving world. So honing my progression. So I've messed with honing for over 10 years and I can tell you that I have done everything wrong in honing that you can do. I have gone from shaving or sharper, trying to sharp, trying, I said, uh, a straight razor with a knife sharpener with the wrong hones, with um, sending it to a knife shop. I, I've done everything wrong that you can do. So if you need to learn how not to sharpen a straight razor or hone a straight razor, talk to me because I've done everything wrong. I have done stuff to where my face was all irritated because I I wasn't sharp enough because I wanted to jump into it. Everything. So I went back to my usual honing uh, regimen, added a few things to it because I had to set the bevel on the the dovo because the dovo was really out of it and I just couldn't get it with the my touch up hones and my and paste I couldn't get it right so I said you know what I'm going back to the old school going back to the bevel I'm going to set the bevel and I'm going to get it right and really believe it or not this progression I used did not take very long within one hour I was pretty much shave ready now again this razor wasn't damaged or anything like that and I've done I've honed razors especially wedge razors I've gotten uh, my uh, my evat and son the razor that I have from the 1700s, one of them, I have two or three from the 1700s. It was chopped up like Swiss cheese on the bevel. And what I had to do was I had to like actually uh, butter knife it, which means you go on the hone and cut, kind of cut that bevel down to nothing, right? To even out the wear and get those whole Swiss cheese out and then re-hone it 
from the ground up, starting at like a 325 grit stone, going all the way up to a, um, you know, up to pasted straps, which actually the razor shaves very well to this day. But it was, I'll tell you, the sh- honing that razor probably took me maybe two weeks of working on it. A lot of work, probably at least 20 hours. I mean, it was a lot of work. Hence why I'm not a professional at this and I don't do this for for a, a job or for anything. I just do it for a hobby because I don't think I could have done another razor like that. I've done two wedges in my life and two of them were really damaged. And I don't think I can do it again. But it is nice shaving with you know razor that's over 200 years old. I'll, I'll be honest. But it's just a lot of work. So I honed two razors. Went back to my usual honing regimen. And, uh, and exactly what I do. So I, I set the bevel on a 1000 grit uh, Kingstone, which I have. It's about, um, it's probably about three inches wide. It's a water stone. So I soak it in water, keep it in that. And then I set the bevel. Now, when you're setting a bevel on a razor, I think you spend about 75 to 80% of the time on this stage because you got to get that bevel right. So I set the bevel on the, on the, on that and got it to where it was basically cutting arm hair, right? You get it to where you get it nice and sharp at first, you know, it's very dull. You don't get it. It's not cutting anything. And then to where it's starting to grip. And then you take your thumb pad and you kind of just pinch into it a little bit. Like you would check the sharpness of a knife. You don't want to go vertically. You want to go hard or horizontally. You don't want to slice. You want to just touch, right? Scrape. And just to see if it bites down a little bit. And you can definitely feel the bevel on that. And that, if it shaves arm hair, you're working. You're, you're, you're doing well. It might pass the hanging hair test at this point. But it doesn't matter if it doesn't. As long as you got a nice clean bevel. Nice even edge and it's nice and ready to go i'll then hit it up on the 4000 norton which is a two two-sided stone very popular could not believe the price on these they've gone up a lot in price but they're about a hundred dollars now but at least i think i paid 60 or 70 for mine uh some years ago but they they last a while one will last you a long time and i used that for about maybe 10 minutes on that one uh, got that to where it was really getting clean, nice and, and sh- nice and sharp, and was cleanly cutting air, hair and just starting to touch that HHT, which is the hanging hair test. I then went to the 8000 Norton uh, for about five to seven minutes maybe and just went on that nice and made that so it was almost shave worthy on there. And then I have my favorite stone, one of my favorite West Shaving uh, possessions of my dark blue etcher stone, which is... Um, very nice. I, I wish I had the yellow green or, or green one, but I know those are a little bit better, but I, I, it's hard to find. They're really expensive. But the dark the dark um, blue is very nice and hard. It does do a nice finish. I use it on that for about maybe 8 to 10 minutes. And then my favorite stuff to do is I use like paste. I use, I've been using diamond paste. You can get them on Amazon for very reasonable. And I use an old, I have an old vintage beat up uh, strop that's really not use, usable for the leather part, but the linen is good. So I do one linen with 0.5 micron diamond paste, and I'll do about 40 strops on that, 40, uh, 40 up and downs on that one. And then I go on the other side, I put 0.25 micron paste. A lot of guys don't do this, but I find it gives it that keenness. And I like the razor to be sharp. And I'll do that for about the same strop on leather for about 60 times. And this razor's popping hair, like, you know, with the hanging hair test, like it doesn't even... Like it, like it's scaring the hair to pop and gave me unbelievable shaves. Now, a couple of things. I have a little bit of a beard now. So prior to back in the day when I used to do videos and stuff, which I actually been asked to do again, I'm going to start bringing that back because a lot of people have been asking about some new videos, some new stuff. I'm going to start as soon as I can get some time. Uh, 
I have like a little bit of, I, I grew a little bit of a beard and I like it. So I don't shave as much. I don't shave my cheeks as much, but I do shave my neck and like I got to edge it out and really great shaves, man. I mean, right on the neck, my middle of my neck is usually the hardest part to shave. That's where my hair kind of grows all funny and it just plowed through it. Now, prior to honing this razor, I just dropped it. I used the paste and I thought I was going to get a good shave and it was terrible. It was tugging and I was like, oh man, this is going to hurt. So I guess when it comes to honing, less is more when you do that, especially on the 1K. Spend the time on the 1K, but don't spend an eternity on it. And just go through the progression and see how it works and, and then shave test it. it. It may be more or less than you think you need to do, especially with a razor that's in pretty decent shape like mine was. It wasn't too bad. So, Mike, I know you wrote me a letter, and, uh, excuse me, email, and you were asking about this. And it just so happened that I was doing it anyway. So thank you for the, the email. And this is what I do. Uh, just to let you guys know, I got received an email from a, a listener, Mike, and he said to, uh, hey, what do you, how do you hone razors? I'm trying to get into honing razors. What do you do? This is kind of what I do. So this is in a, in a nutshell. And also some of the great, uh, some of the articles that I've written as well on, on honing, uh, you can see on Sharpologist. I'll give you a little bit more of an insight. It'll be a little bit more for them one podcast episode uh, to see that. Moving along, the Feather Museum in Japan. This place is incredible. And I had no idea it existed until recently when I just saw it on uh, a guy post about it on Badger and Blade. Now, the website, I did leave the show note, in the show notes the link to the website. And it's, it is in Japanese. So you have to kind of translate it to English and still a lot of the writing is in Japanese. So it's hard to read. But you could see online a lot of pictures. There's a whole straight razor room of different straight razors from all over the years. It's two stories. They have old barber chairs. They have old safety razors. They have soaps. They have everything, pictures. They even have a life like a huge wall that looks like a, a safety razor blade that I put in the show notes. So you'll see the picture, all made from safety razor blades, from feather blades. Incredible. I don't know how many thousands of blades it took to make that, but that was really nice. And then there's like an 8-foot or a 10-foot tall like replica safety razor, feather safety razor in this one room which I also linked, I'll put a a picture on the notes. So I was really interested in this and I'm like, hey, if I'm going to Japan, I'm hitting this up. I think they also have a store. You can buy some stuff. It's at the Feather factory or whatever uh, area. I think there's some offices in there, but it's a two-story like uh, exhibit. And there's a lot of really interesting stuff that I never even knew existed in in all this time of watch shaving. So you know, guys, if you have one, if you have an interest in it, show notes, got the link to the museum itself, do a Google search to find some more stuff. Cause you have a lot of Americans actually went to this place. And if you are a feather, a blade fan, I'm sure that you can get some blades here as well. I mean, I'll, I love using feather blades. I think they're awesome. I think they last the longest. I think they're incredibly sharp. The only thing they might be a little too sharp, especially with Chevette's. So I use them primarily with like Jill, uh, like milder safety razors, like a Gillette or or uh, I actually love it on my on uh, my BBS one razor. I love it on that, it, and that's what it was really designed for to use that one. So I I think it works great. And also, one of the best safety razors out there is a is that a plastic. I think it's called the Personal Feather. It's like eight or nine dollars. You can buy it on on Amazon. There's also some places online, and that's one of the best head shaving razors I've ever used too. If you're into head shaving, and you want a safety razor. I primarily use that plastic feather razor for years. And I thought it was great. Uh, now I don't shave my head all the way down. I just kind of buzz it. So, um, But it works really nice. No nicks cuts. Really clean. It's like almost like using like a cartridge razor 
without using a cartridge razor with one blade. So, uh, so yeah, if you get a moment, take a look. If you have any interest in that, let me know if you've been there. And, uh, yeah, have fun with that one because that is pretty awesome. Uh, moving along to wet shaving etiquette on forums and, and websites. So I noticed a lot of new things that people have been causing a stir. A lot of guys, a lot of the older guys or, or more experienced um, wet shavers on those forums have been kind of pointing it out. A few rules that you should follow when you're doing when you're in a forum. And remember, not uh, forums are a great place to meet new people. It's all similar interest, all because but a bad taste for a certain hobby. I don't know if, uh, if you guys have been listening. I had a bad experience on a watch forum. I am also into watches. I love watches. and I love uh, vintage watches, new watches. You know, I'm really into it. I don't have a very big collect. I don't have much of a collection, and I don't plan on it, but I'm just still interested on it, in it. I had a really bad experience in a couple of forums, which actually caused me to leave because I thought it was ridiculous. But I really, it was probably the way I, I conducted myself and the questions I asked because I didn't do much research on it. So... Here's something. Uh, here's some don'ts that you shouldn't do on there. Uh, don't comment on older post, posts where the OP or the original person, you know, on the person that started the the actual uh, post, has already received the needed advice. Uh, and sometimes this can be 10 to 15 years prior. So the worst thing to do is start searching through website through forums and then commenting on something that's been, you know closed out for over 10 years 15 years there was one on badger and blade the other day 18 years the guy uh commented on it like it was still relative what this does is this takes that and brings it to the front of the forum right there's a good chance that the people there 18 years ago are probably not active on the site if they are they're gonna be like whoa what's what's bring who's bringing this back so i mean in that amount of time they were joking like hey this the the op could have actually had a child, a son, and the son would be wet shaving for several years now in the amount of time it took from that, from the last post to the new post. And I get it. You know, a lot of people get excited and they see it and they want to comment on it. But what you do is you start raising up stuff and you start really kind of, I mean, you're, you're setting yourself up to get basically, you know, kind of made fun of or ragged on a little bit because it, the OP doesn't really might've been asking a question and they're not really interested in, probably seeing something 15 years, 10, 18 years, you know, prior. Giving advice when you just started wet shaving, uh, the six month wet shaver, I call it, especially with straight razors honing and with, you know, blade choices and stuff. Guys, if you are just starting out, I get it. It's exciting. You learn something. You want to really like share your, your knowledge. But here's the thing. You're on a website where there's people that have been doing it now for, you know, some, some of them almost 20 years. And the last thing you want to do is start giving advice out that's wrong or you might not have experienced enough yourself. I could tell you right now, straight razors, it takes well over one to two years to learn your how to shave properly. And that's doing it often. And I was one of those guys that used to do the advice thing and say stupid things back in the day because I learned how to do it and I was really not doing it the proper way, right? So... Don't start giving advice, but do like offer suggestions or offer websites of where they could find more stuff or people that do know it. Don't uh, be that guy for advice when you just started out. You will, it, it won't look good and you may not, even, and really after like three, four months, you really don't know what you're talking about anyway. So at least I know I didn't. So yeah, just be, be, uh, be cautious with that kind of stuff, giving advice and being that mentor 
when you just literally started yourself. I've seen that a lot, and it's really um, it's tough because a lot of the guys are you know their their intent is good or they're trying to get you know you know popularity or make friends or something like that. But it really the the guys that have been doing it they know and they don't want any part of it. Uh, constantly having to justify that you know what you're talking about or saying you completely vouch for somebody. Look, if you know what you're talking about, you don't need to vouch for anybody or vouch for yourself or, or say, hey, this guy can vouch for me. It just sounds like you're really trying to prove something that you may not know much about or it just doesn't sound good. So if you have to constantly say, hey, this guy can vouch for me or I have been doing this for five years or something like that and I know what I'm talking about, you're getting in an argument that you're not going to win and you shouldn't probably be in anyway. Let the other person take care of it. You don't need to justify what you've done in wet shaving. And just say, hey, this is the way I do it or this is what I think. And that's it. And that's all that you really need to do. Uh, Do, though. Ask questions and advice for situations that you're in. Be be open to ask questions. Ask a lot of questions. There is no stupid question. Comment whether you agree or disagree and have a compelling reason to back it up. If you don't agree with somebody, say, hey, look, I don't agree because this didn't work for me. Or I noticed that it didn't look, you know, what, how did you make it work? Ask more questions. Share your personal experiences of what you've seen and heard in places that you've been. Share it. Tell everybody what you've done. Hey, I had a great experience with Art of Shaving Soap, right? I had a great experience with a Wolf Whiskers brush. Share that. You know, that's great. People want to hear that. They say, hey, the quality in this is really nice. I love it. It looks good. Don't say the quality is great. I've been wet shaving for 20 years and this guy can vouch for me because this brush is great. No, just be really genuine. Don't be that person to say a lot of stuff where it doesn't make sense. All right, everybody. And that concludes the podcast for this week. I got to say it's a little bit longer than usual, but there was a lot going on, uh, especially for me in wet shaving. Had a great week. Really looking forward to um, this new week coming up. Hope you all have had a happy Labor Day and nice and safe and a good end to the summer. I remember our show is powered by Sharpologist.com, which your father didn't teach you about shaving. Uh, Don't forget to check out uh, uh, my YouTube channel soon. I'll be posting some new videos and some new content on my blog site as well. I'm working on it right now, getting it kind of fixed up. I kind of want to get back into that game. And, uh, you know, honestly... Feel free to contact me at joe.wetshavingnews at gmail.com. Next show will be on September 18th. Till then, shave straight, shave safe. Bye-bye now.